Kung nagustuhan mo ang naririnig mo sa aking podcast, why don't you visit at wellpredbidad.com wellpredbidad.com Small letters lahat yan. wellpredbidad.com Kasi marami pa akong mga tutorials, marami akong mga articles doon at mga links sa mga websites where you will develop more skills in thesis writing. Registration is free, no? Walang bayad yung registration. So you just go to members login, no? Magpa-member ka doon sa aking website. Once you become a member, you will receive emails regarding new developments sa aking podcast, mga new articles that I will be posting, including exercises that uh, you can, you know, do at home, pwede mong gawin sa bahay mo, at uh, doon mag-practice ka na mag-practice, and then you can send that or email that to me for some comments and suggestions. Wellfredbida.com, wellfredbida.com, and the new small letters lahat yan, wellfredbida.com, and then try to register there, do it now para matapos ka na sa iyong thesis at sa iyong dissertation. Maraming salamat sa pagkikinig sa aking podcast. Good day. Morning. What's up guys? This is Kuya Fred saying to you good morning. And again, welcome to my podcast. I'm going to share with you this morning how to write your literature review. Ang ibibigay ko sa inyo ngayong umaga ay mga practical na paraan sa paggawa ng inyong literature review. Sabi ko nga earlier in my podcast, the literature review is the most difficult and most trying part of the thesis. It may take months for you to come up with a very good literature review. That's why kailangan mo ng strategy or technique in writing your literature review. Okay, so there are five steps to do it. First, you have to search for relevant literature. Two, you have to evaluate the sources. Three, do you have to identify themes, debates, and gaps? And then you have to outline the structure. And number five, you have to write your literature review. So, apat na steps ang gawin mo in writing your literature review. Now, before we go into discussing yung five steps na yan, You have to be sure na naintindihan mo why are you doing the literature re- review, di ba? Number one is that you have to understand that when you write your literature review, you're trying to convince the panel of your familiarity with the topic and the context of the topic that you're going to write about. Number two, you want to develop a framework and methodology for your research. Yung framework, ito yung structure, no? Ito yung structure ng inyong literature, uh, yung <clears throat> ito yung structure ng inyong um, pag-approach ng problem. Ang methodology naman ay ang mga paraan in gathering data. 
As I earlier said, if you can find a good methodology from other writers, then by all means, uh, kopyain mo na lang yung methodology nila. Next, you do the literature review because you want to position yourself in relation to other researchers and tourists. You want to show that iba ka, meron ka ring makontribute kahit na nagmamasteral ka lang, nagpi-PhD ka lang, at least na <laughs> you're also contributing to the established scholar, scholars, no? Uh, in the community of established scholars regarding your uh, interest. Now, so number one is to search for the relevant literature. As I earlier noted, ang pinaka-medyo reliable na source ng literature ay ang Google Scholar. Why Google Scholar? As I earlier said, many of the publications in Google Scholar are peer-reviewed. So, karamihan dyan ay peer-reviewed eh. At karamihan dyan are are university-based or research-based na mga publications. So, go to Google Scholar. Uh, there are other sources, no? like in our school, Mindanao State University, meron tayong e-library. Yung e-library natin may access yan sa almost all important uh, publications. And you can get the entire articles online. Just go to the website of Mindanao State University General Santos and type e-library so you can get more information. When do you do your search, mas, madala, mas maganda kung marunong ka magamit nitong mga style ng pag-search. Minsan, lagyan mo lang and to find sources that contain more than keywords. One keyword, no? So, and keyword number one and then put and keyword number two. So, alimbawa, IP education and K-12. Yan, example yan. You can also use or. So, IP education or Philippines to find sources that contain one of a range of synonyms. The third is uh, not to include results containing certain terms. Example would be apple, not fruit. In other words, hanapin niya yung apple na hindi fruit. So, once you find the source, you read the abstract to find out whether an article is relevant to your question. If you find that it's relevant based on what is contained in the abstract, then you look for the original article. Try to download the PDF of the article para talaga maano mo, mabasa mo yung findings ng no study na yun. Don't ever be tempted to summarize an article by just reading the abstract. In a thesis and dissertation, you have to go straight to the findings kasi you are going to compare the findings across different articles and compare the findings. So, huwag kang mag-rely lang sa abstract. So, ano ang itatanong mo doon sa mga article? Number one, what is the problem of that article? 
Number two, what are the key concepts? And number three, what are the key theories, models, and methods? At dito dito ka mga ng mga frameworks, ng mga methods. And then what are the results and conclusions of the study? And then ito, importante rin ito. How does this article contribute to your understanding of your topic? And what are the insights and arguments that it will contribute to your study? So make sure that the sources you use are credible. And how do you know they are credible? If they are peer-reviewed. Don't ever make quotations from uh, newspapers, blogs, Facebook, Messenger, Twitter, because these are not peer-reviewed publication. Always go for the peer-reviewed publications, the journal publications, because these are the ones that the scholarly communities, the academic community, would consider as important sources. So, next step is to identify the themes the debates, and the gaps. Once that nakakuha ka na na sufficient literature, you start organizing your literature by looking at the trends and patterns. Ano ba yung trends and patterns? In terms of theory, in terms of methods, or in terms of results. So, meron bang common pattern na nakita mo? Meron bang common method? Meron bang common results? So you look at the trends. Number two, you look at the themes. What questions or concepts were repeatedly mentioned in the literature? Ano yung paulit-ulit na sinabi ng mga authors? And then next, what are the debates, conflicts, and contradictions? So ano ba ang mga conflicts? Ano ba ang mga debates that are Uh, repeatedly mentioned in that in those publications that you read and then ito importante ito who are the influential writers who are the most influential authors na na mention sa mga literature mo bakit importante ito because ito mga influential authors na ito ito yung magiging abogado mo later when you defend your thesis because you will cite them as your important sources in the study. And then, finally, you look for gaps. What is missing? Are there weaknesses in the study? Is it a weakness in jury? A weakness in methodology? A missing area in the findings that were not fully discussed? Kasi doon ka lang magpasok eh. Doon mo na ipapasok yung, yung research proposal. Uh, after ginawa mo ito, I would say, kung mabilis ka, siguro after a month, tapos na yan, you outline your literature reviews structure. Ito na yung organization. Gumawa ka ng outline muna bago ka magsulat. Ano yung mga style sa pag-outline? I suggest thematic, yung style ng pag-outline mo, eh, para mas madali, divide by subsections, its main themes, okay, and allocate certain paragraphs for each of those sections. You can also do methodological uh, organization. So you can organize uh, studies based on qualitative versus quantitative research. 
and then afterwards yung mga mixed methods na ginamit. Pag nakagawa ka na ng magandang outline, then you start writing your literature review. And again, I would say, don't be tempted to cut and paste. Just write, you know, kahit na mali-mali yung grammar mo, just keep on writing and writing and writing. And then you will have plenty of time later on with the help of your advisor to improve your writing in your literature review. So ano ang structure ng pagsulat mo ng literature review mo? You have the introduction followed by the body. Okay? And then after the body, you have your uh, summary and conclusion. Summary would be the the main points that were covered in the literature review and your conclusion would be the gap ano yung kulang doon sa mga nabasa mo lahat a good literature a good literature review need not be very long you know for me for me personally mga 10 pages okay na sa akin yan 10 pages basta maganda lang talaga pagka-organize ang literature review but alam ko na hindi maganda pagkagawa yung literature review pag umabot yan ng 100 pages. Kasi <laughs> most likely cut and paste ng nangyari dyan. But if you really put a lot of time reflecting on what are the stories that are you know told by the authors, what were their findings, what were the theories, and what are the different points that they have raised, actually pwede mong isummarize yan sa 10 to 15 pages single space and you will have a very good literature review that's it guys that's it again this is your Kuya Fred hindi nagsasawa sa pagbibigay sa inyo ng mga thesis tips para matapos ka na and you can finish your master or PhD good day God bless